this episode is recorded at Rock Money Media in Covina, California. Let's go, oh. girls. Come on. I'm going out tonight. I'm feeling all right. I'm going to let it all hang out. Want to make some noise. Really raise my voice. Yeah, I want to scream and shout. All right, Shania. Remember we seen her in concert, Mom, at Wingle Tango? Yes. Like, <laughs> back in, like, 1998, um we're back we've been doing every other week now just honestly with our busy schedule it just makes it a lot easier to do every other week for my myself and my mom um we literally this weekend we were filled with busy 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 yeah we had um football on saturday every saturday we have football right now oh but we did draw numbers on friday night and had fun doing that you oh. did live. That was fun. Football scores. Yeah, it was just, it was a pool. It yes. was a fundraiser. But we had um, Grandpa's birthday party this weekend, which was my mom's dad. He t- How old did Grandpa turn? He is 84. 84. Woo! Dad, yes. And very much healthy and coherent. And I mean, too coherent where supposedly he was being a brat about his birthday party yes, being at a was. restaurant. Yes, because <laughs> we always give him his birthday party at someone's house, a very big party where everybody's invited, catered food. I mean, it's a really big blowout. Hey, <laughs> you act like your brothers. I swear you do. I'm not the one talking about blowing. Oh mom. my gosh. And anyways, this year, my sister Johnny decided, hey, you know what? Let's just go to a restaurant, immediate family. And just let me say, immediate family is 51 or 52 people. Which was actually nice, nice. a restaurant, because yes. you don't have to do no cleaning no, up. No, that's what John Ng said. You know, we'll just relax, have a good time with our father and all the kids and grandkids, and it'll be great. But what happens? My dad is like, no. How come you're not giving me a party at Stephen's house? Stephen is our son. How come you're not giving a party at Stephen's house? Well, he's not my son. He's my mom's son. Yes, my son. And then he's... he. Was under the influ- uh, influence. The influence. He was thinking that all his grandchildren, his big grandchildren, do not have jobs and cannot pay for their dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're 12 years old still. Yes, he's like, no, they can't afford it. And we're like, dad, they all have very good jobs. They could afford to pay for their dinner, dad. Yeah. And he's and he just like, no, he was not having it. But finally... He's like, all right, all right, we'll go. After he called all my sisters and confirmed that it was okay. Okay, with everybody's family. Yes. So it turned out to be a great night. It was so nice, and he was so happy. Yeah, he was. I think it was a really good, it was a good party, and we actually, I think, we were kind of getting booted out of the restaurant right. because people still weren't leaving when we were, th- we're like we there. were like trying we we're little by little we were trying to get out of the restaurant and the poor ladies are cleaning up over us and everything i mean that's beside the fact but it was it ended up being a really nice uh, yes. birthday party at the restaurant do you get sad when grandpa says 
he doesn't really want to live longer. Oh my God. Don't, don't, you know, I, I take him to his doctor's appointments and I remember one time my sisters, cause only so many people could go in. So we went in and he's, the doctor is telling him stuff and he's like, you know what? I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go be with my wife. My mom has been gone um, 13 years now. And he's like, I'm ready to go. I'm like, Dad, don't say stuff like that. Why are you saying that? Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know what? He goes, because, you know, I'm sad. I want to go. I go, Dad, you have us. He goes, well, you know, I love you guys, but your mother was a different kind of love. And I want to be with your mother. I'm going to cry now. I go, he goes, I want to be with your mom. And he keeps on saying that all, all the time. He'll tell you guys. He's been saying it probably this yes. past year more than ever. And it's How really. How long was he with Grandma for? Or did he oh, know her? God. They were married in 58. So yeah, do the math. And it, yeah. <laughs> and, and his story is a crack 60 up. 65? Yes. Yeah, it's a long How old are you? Hey. I'll, I'll be 65 in November. Yeah, so they've been married 65 Five years, years and probably and some because yeah, they obviously dated before. Yes. Well, the, say, the the story goes, and my dad, my mom would just laugh, so we don't know Stupid if it's true story, or not. By the way. Yeah, yeah. They're, the story how my grandma and grandpa met. At the movie theater, right? Yeah, at the movie theater. My mom was sitting in back of him <laughs> in the back row, and my dad said she put her dirty feet on top of his chair, <laughs> so he got her shoe, and he threw it on the stage. And so then after, my mom was laughing, so then after they were leaving, and my mom was walking down the street, and my dad was in a car, and he said, hey, Red get in the car right now so my mom got in the car and then from there it was love <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, his story is a crack up like his motorcycle story yeah <laughs> but grandpa like it's that was his whole life grandma yeah, yeah. he yes. didn't do anything without grandma nope. like, they are together for every and that's single old thing. school marriage yes. like my grandma would take him dinner it's not being on check it's not no. like oh my god it's just out of respect like mm-hmm. she Before served my other, yeah. she served my grandpa dinner in the living room on a tv tray like the whole thing it was just like a it was just a really good thing and i think we all we're all trying to um, mirror that image yeah, of, exactly. of a marriage and to this day if he goes to any of our homes and there's a party, you need to serve my dad on a regular plate. No Do paper not plates. give him paper plates or plastic silverware. He will not eat it. He'll look at you and you know, go back in the house and get him a plate. I feel like you and dad are the same way. Like if something happened to you, I don't know what dad. Yeah. Like. I mean, when mom's at work, he's bored out of his <laughs> mind. Like, I'm like, he's trying to find things to do. But my mom is finally retiring <gasps> this year. Yay! I can edit it Go out. ahead. In June, right? Hold or on. August? <laughs> oh, are we editing People that out? People your work are listening. You're not yes, supposed to say that? I wasn't going to say it until Should I edit January. it out? Yeah, edit that. Well, no, go ahead. Yeah, oh, it's fine. Oh, well, there you guys go. I didn't know it was a big old surprise. I, yeah, I wasn't going to tell people until January. Well, surprise, motherfucker. Well, surprise, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. She's leaving to, be, to hang out with the grouchy old man more. <laughs> I know. I go When I'm doing stuff at work now, like we're going to Linwood Compton tomorrow, I'm like, this is my farewell tour. I'll say oh. goodbye to Oh, my schools. God. <laughs> I'm being like, this is my, my end. Your share? Well, because I love my job. I love what I do. So it's sort of sad for me. Um, going back to like, well, um, um, it is kind of sad, but I mean, when I retire, I just want to say, I'm going to be like, fuck you guys. I'm out. Mom's like, Oh, bye guys. I'm, I'm going to miss you. No, I want to, I'm trying to retire. Yeah, when already. I retire, I'm like, bye G money. <laughs> 
still be at the golf course. Oh. You're already living a retirement life. Why do people say that? You do. Because you do. Go to the gym, go I to the golf course. I want to live that life. Uh, you know? I mean, I'll get your views up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I got to start now. <laughs> do you think that grandma and grandpa, um, like, I mean, I know the answer to this, but for people who don't know how grandma, I mean, grandma, grandpa were, they were like always together. They did everything together. Grandma went to everybody's everything. Like, so if you played yes. sports, if you were in cheer, if you were in dance, if you had a, a Christmas recital, recital like yes. grandma was at everything. And I think she kind of bestowed that upon you. Um, and I, I, do you feel like she kind of does that for that whole family? Cause I feel like we have a lot of big family support when it comes to, any of our kids being at game. I mean, some people don't go to some things, but like majority of our family is very supportive with each other. Yes. And I think they go to everybody's games. Like look at Jacob, uh, our cousin, Jacob Duranse. He's a quarterback for Covina high school. And the whole, wow. like yes. we have a whole section of just our, our family is yes, at. We do. So, I mean, do you think grandma kind of laid that foundation for us or was that started before or like, no, because is that what you follow too? Like, cause it was you, grandma. Yes. I think she, she set that for all of us to do because she went to you know we're four four sisters there's four girls and all of us have kids and my mother went to every single thing for every single grandparent mm -hmm. grandchild she never missed a beat with any of them and honestly grandma didn't even like me playing softball she oh, was mad no. but she still went to my games yes and grandma yeah. was like a dick when it came to like if you weren't good if you weren't if, good if we sucked like if i sucked in baseball that day and yeah. I'll give her, hey, Grandma, hi, give her a hug. Get away from me. You suck. I don't even want to hug you. I know you might be <laughs> she near did. you. Like, she wasn't one of yeah. those, oh, I'm so oh, proud of you. No, no she, if you sucked, no, no. you heard it. Like, yes. you're, if you were in cheerleading, you were in dancing, your arms are crooked. Those Russians were horrible. Like, you need to go home and practice. Yes. Like, she was not, she and wasn't I, the nice grandma. No, for she sure. Wasn't, but she, again, she bestowed that on all of you guys, too, because mm -hmm. we have, I have a, a niece, Madison, who cheers, you know, on Pot Warner football. And she's learning walkovers, and my sister and my niece Brittany, Madison's doing the walkover, and they're like, no, do it again. That leg sucked. The leg was no. not straight. Brittany will be do like, it. don't embarrass me. Yeah. Don't do that again, unless you're going to do that shit right. right. I was like, what and, the and, hell? and in front of people that don't even know us, and they're looking at us like, what the heck? But do you feel like you baby Mav and Chase when it comes to that? Like, if they have a bad game, like, you don't tell them that a bad day of practice? No, no. I'll tell them. Yeah. Um, Are you a little more softer than grandma? Everybody's softer than everybody's grandma. Everybody's softer. Softer than grandma she yeah. was vicious that but. was my problem with ethan so ethan was in basketball one season and ethan <laughs> sucked i'm gonna say ethan fucking sucked but yeah bless his heart for trying yeah and then his mom when everybody would say oh you're so good you're so good so he would be on the court I give remember. me the ball give me the ball <laughs> and, like, and then his team will miss the ball you should like, oh you suck like, like you should have gave me say, the ball yes i'm like dude you're being he's yelling and <laughs> like you you suck so you should give me the ball like he's but ethan sucks yeah you know and uh, he likes boxing so that's i different. think that's and one thing with boxing. our one thing with our kids is that um I think they have a lot of confidence. I think all our kids Too do. Too much. Like, yes. they're, they're cocky. very cocky. Like, cocky. especially Maverick. Ma Maverick. Oh, like, God. you can't tell that kid. He's such, he's like, no, I don't. What the hell? I'm the fastest one on the team. He's no, so no. <laughs> he thinks, my, my middle child Maverick thinks he is the fastest kid out there. So and let small. me tell you, it looks like he has a trailer behind him when he's running. Like, yes. he is slow, but he you can't tell him any different. This fool thinks he's fucking Sonic on the field. Yes, he does. He uh, does. I think the only one that's really honest with Maverick is his older brother Jacob. Oh, Jacob oh, yeah. will tell him. Oh, Jacob. Jacob will tell him. I mean, no, I tell Maverick when he's having bad games, if it's base, especially baseball. But um, 
in football, I think I'm still, I know football, but the, the mechanics and, and the certain things of baseball, uh, football, I really don't fully know. And I think I'm grasping that a lot this year and I'm yes. learning a lot more from it. So I, so I know when to correct him because there's things where I'm thinking, I think he did fine. And then dad would be like, no, he needed to do, I don't know. Dad's kind of biased with Maverick too, though. Like dad is like, no, you know what? That guy didn't block for him or somebody didn't do this. Like Maverick never does no wrong in dad's eyes right now <laughs> but um i think i'm learning the game of football Yeah, you are because you've seen that picture when maverick made a crucial tackle but he's sort of in the air and you're like oh my god he left his feet dad told him never leave his yeah feet. i so posted a picture on my instagram of maverick getting a tackle um and to be honest guys it was a good tackle no to be honest he didn't tackle him oh i thought he did no he he left his feet so all his weight wasn't in that tackle like he jumped he what he did was trip the guy and the guy oh. ended up falling but he actually didn't get a tackle out of it i don't know mm. if that's considered a tackle right no it's not it's so like assist maybe. yeah it's assist but somebody he slowed him down for somebody mm -hmm. else to tackle but he left his feet and he shouldn't have left his feet in that tackle so you're learning i am i'm learning but um going back to it so so for for the foundation of our family a lot of it is the support system i feel like for for us and these kids, it was grandma. I could always remember grandma being at everything. Um, yes. I could already always remember you and dad being at everything. And I, I always say this, and I'm kind of going off script right here, but I always say this, but I feel like I have my priorities a little messed up because my kid will probably miss school a few times a year. I think like last year altogether it was like 10 times they missed school, like throughout the whole school year, but they will not miss practice. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with that like i'm like no we gotta go to practice we i, I won't even be late to practice no you won't and i'm and definitely not a, and i'm definitely else. not late to a game so like why why am i like that i think it's because of you though yeah because i made you because i guess in my mind it's a team sport so <laughs> you have your you have your job as a team to do something and so if you're not there it cannot function and it, and it cannot work because it's a team sport Whereas if you're an individual player, well, yeah, you can miss a couple here and there, and it's only going to affect you. Mm -hmm. But a team player affects a team. If I had, um, like they do at school, like the perfect attendance oh, or whatever, no. No. my kids would have perfect attendance in sports. Yes, <laughs> but not in school. <laughs> They'd be on a roll everything <laughs> in mm -hmm. sports. Because I, I'm, I don't know, I feel sports is, is just a big and not everybody believes it but i feel like it's really good for discipline and for them learning instructions from other mm -hmm. somebody other than their parents mm -hmm. and um and it gives them just structure i feel and with football also academically they have to have that 2.0 gpa which i think is great because you're not pushing them to do their homework and do their school they need they they know they need to do this in order to play mm -hmm. they have to do well in school that's true how do you feel when parents come and Rocky you could chime in on this too. Uh, like when parents come and just drop their kids off at practice oh, and leave and I, like, don't stay. Cause I know for me, if I'm not there, it kind of kills me. And even in practice, it kills me not being, I wasn't there last oh my Saturday gosh. and that killed me because I had to work. I couldn't even watch the game good. Cause I was sending you videos and I'm like, Oh my gosh. So then I stopped. I think in the third quarter, I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. I, I, I feel like in my opinion, that I think parents' attendance at anything kids, not just sports, like school stuff, whatever, mm -hmm. it's so crucial in a kid's life because you could 
They're looking you for could you. be there financially and get your kids all these gifts and all this money. But if physically you're not there and you're not rooting for them, like whatever it is, whether it's an academic thing or an extracurricular activity, like I feel support system for kids is huge. And I think that helps them. I think there's different situations. I mean, first, first off, these sports are so freaking expensive. Like, that is true. You're going to babysit my fucking kid for this much money. Like, but I think for single parents, like let's say a single mom, for mm-hmm. instance, they have no time by themselves. They have their work and their kid. So if they want to drop their kid off, like not make it a thing all the time. But you know what? I'm dropping my kid off at this. I'm gonna get my nails done, or I'm gonna get, or I'm gonna get a massage, or spoil myself for this little quick hour, and then go pick your kid up. Like as long as it's not a like a every day, every time thing, mm-hmm. but once in a while, like. You know, I, I think a lot of these moms, they, they literally have no time to they themselves don't. ever. Well, there is, I mean, this this is one thing that's huge. People who have multiple kids, for example, yes. in football, they have uh. kids in cheer, kids in football, and kids in baseball. Like, they, all their kids play different sports. And honestly, we don't all practice at one field. No. So there's a parent that will leave their kid at one field and go to their youngest kid's um, practice because mm-hmm. it's the younger kid and then go pick up the older kid. I understand that. I'm not saying that type of stuff or someone's just doing a sporadic, yes. a sporadic, oh, I need to go do an errand while the kids are practice. I'm not talking about sporadic times. I'm talking about like kid, like parents are just, just drop off not and there. Leave. Just drop off and leave or not even, they don't even show up and there's no reason for them not to show up. They're just not there. Yeah. Like that's weird, right? That's yeah, And I think the, the parents that you're talking about referring to, I it's think not saying no, names no we have, we have, you have sort of like a football family. So if you're leaving and say, Hey, I'm going to be gone. You know, I need to do this or yeah. that. Can you just and keep, parents an, have eye done on, that with can me. keep an eye on my child? And it just and that's sucks so too. Good. Cause when Maverick or Chase or any kid, even at practice, like uh, when I go to Chase's practice, Maverick's practice, my nephews mm-hmm. and Chase does something like awesome he looks straight for right. it, for, for yes, you for his does. mom hey mom you see like he yes. looks he looks for like you guys see that so for a kid it sucks because they could look in this, the stands or even at practice exactly and they don't see their parents that's kind of sad like, it yeah. is sad. i i know it gets me because i know there's a couple kids like that and i just it gets me every time maverick this morning um dad <laughs> we're on a we're getting ready packing our stuff into the car to get it ready to go to school and dad tells maverick um hey bud i'm gonna go to your practice today okay and then maverick goes it's about time you haven't been there to dad to yes. dad dad always goes at the we he has the last two he hasn't been like two three practices not even oh that big of a deal and maverick tells him it's about time oh. it's been a while well, well because yesterday dad that's and I funny looked like yeah we're always there and maverick's only nine right yeah we eight. Had, eight. eight yeah dad and i had a date we went to dinner last night because everybody was gone and then we get back, it's about 7.30, uh, only about 40 minutes left of practice, and we're like, no, nah, let's just go home. And Maverick knew we weren't there. Yeah. Well, not me, he knew dad Well, the first there. thing my kids say when they get in the car after practice, whether it's baseball or football or basketball, it's like, mom, did you see what I did? Did you see yes. that? Did you see the coach told me this? They want to make sure you see their accomplish- accomplishments. But what do you think, too. and I talked about this on Rocky Nash podcast a long time ago, what do you think? When we go to Walmart Auto Park, it's a it's a baseball oh. park in West Covina, and you start from little kids from like four or five years old, like there's no there's no seating space at all. You can't even sit no. down. It's yeah. so packed, mm-hmm. and you know the next the, the next divisions, you know six and seven, eight and nine. You know it's still crowded. It's crowded, but as soon as you hit the eleven and twelve year olds, and let's not even talk about 13, 14 year olds. All right, it is empty it's in the sad. benches. Like, when do parents stop fucking caring about their kids? It's really sad. It is sad. Why, is that a, Are why even is family that? members? When do you yeah. when do you stop supporting? We your, don't. Your, we go to high school games. Still. I know. We, we go to college games. Exactly. Like, but why is there something? And mom, you go to school. You probably talk about. I don't know. But is there something why 
I think they. I, if people wonder why kids get in gangs and, and start doing drugs, like, where's the support at? Mm-hmm. I just exactly. think that parents or whoever, the caregiver, whoever is with this child, I think they get to an age where that they say, okay, well, now I don't have to do anything. They're on their own. They can feel They're themselves. They're like more independent. They can walk. That's they sad. Can do. My yeah, mom's still not. on my ass about shit. <laughs> you know what? I, I feel like it's more exciting when they're right? older. Like they're doing, when they're little, it's they're a better game. Oh they're gosh. fucking like pick up the fucking ball, throw it. Like I get frustrated with little yes. kids, yeah. but older kids, it's more exciting because they know the yes, damn game. Why don't you want to be there? Dad and I got really sad one time. This was when you guys were in high school. With the Eiko. And, <laughs> and we were watching a game, and then you, you know, you guys, you know, you guys came home with friends. We watched your game. You went to the locker room, came home with friends, and Dad and I are leaving the field, and we see this guy. You know, in his warm-ups, and he had his bag, his, his bag, and he's walking. And we're like, dang, you know, no parents, no nobody. Mm-hmm. That was like the saddest thing ever to be there and not have no support from any family member. Yeah. That is, it's really sad. You always wonder about that. Like, is it, I always notice that with the kids. It's mm-hmm. the order they get, the less support you get. Yeah. They're like, okay, that's, this is my Friday night now. I could go out or you know, we could yeah. do this. You know, I'll see you when you get home. Or can your friends pick you up yeah, take and take you, you to practice? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and that's when you get into that friend friend trouble if you have the wrong friends. Yeah, King Yeah. I don't know. I, I For me, it, it's hard for me to freaking miss a practice. I don't know. Maybe I'm that helicopter mom. I don't really feel like I am, but I, I just, I like to, I don't, yeah. I... I never felt a sense of pride until I had kids and watching them play sports. Mm-hmm. But I tend to get emotionally invested a little too much sometimes, I think. Yes. As can. far as, um, I'll give you an example. Um, last Saturday, Maverick was playing football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there mm-hmm. was a big kid who swung on him. Yeah, he literally swung. And he was like, a big to kid. Him. I don't know if he hit. Maverick didn't say he made contact, but he swung at him. I think he did hit him, actually, because mm-hmm. it pissed a, Maverick off. And he was a big off. kid. Yeah, he swung at Maverick. <laughs> Maverick goes. Maverick like pushed him back. I guess because Maverick had pushed him, and I don't know, he fell. Like, the guy got mad, and he swung at Maverick during the football game, mm-hmm. and said like, "Dude," he was like, "What's up, bro?" And then he, I don't know what the kid told him, but Maverick told him, "Watch next play, just watch." So the next play, I guess Maverick laid him on his ass, like pushed yes. him pretty hard and laid him on his ass. But the coaches fought, and the coaches like, "Dude." This kid's swinging at my, player. my players. Mm-hmm. So they pulled him out of the game. And I guess he sat on the bench the rest of the game. And then they put him in towards the, the literally end. the last 30 seconds. He was the best player on the team. He yes. was the best player on the team. And then they end up, he ended up t- scoring a touchdown and they won. But my son's face, because honestly, he played his heart out. I could say he left his heart on the field. He played yes. a great game defensively, just blocking. And he, when he came off that field, he was so defeated, and I think he was just—he just started crying. He started—he was a lot of crying. Cry, like, and I'm not talking like, like oh, a couple <laughs> tears. Like he could, like, like yes, like he couldn't, couldn't breathe. breathe. We, we lost and within the thirty seconds. We lost in the last, I think, seventeen seconds. Yeah, to be honest. Like By the way, Bonita, you guys are fucking cheaters, like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, they—they they did not run the clock anytime they had the ball. It was fucking disgusting. Oh, like. Your parents should be fucking ashamed of yourself because it's a fucking kid game and you took away from the kids. Yeah. Bonita, I don't give a fuck you're listening. You guys are fucking cheating ass piece of shit. It wasn't Bonita. It was Laverne Sandemus. Laverne Pop Sandemus, Paul Warner, you're a piece of shits. There yeah. I said it. And my son, so he, Maverick was crying, right. like crying. I could see him from the field and I'm still in the stands. We're at Bonita High School. This is what Rocky said, Bonita. So wow. I'm in the stands and I could see him crying. So I start crying <laughs> because I could see. I, a lot of parents start yeah, crying. Yeah, I think even, I think Ralph, one of the other parents. Montana, had, Paul Warner was crying. <laughs> Everybody had tears in their eyes. And so 
he comes running off the field after the the coach is done um, talking to them, and then he just come and runs and he hugs me and he's bawling like I don't know like Uchetto crying like he lost his dog or something and I'm like what's wrong? He's like this game I was just so mad. He's like I we shouldn't have lost mom and he's crying. I'm like the I just it made me I think Rocky even said who the fuck is that parent? I want to go see who the fuck that parent is right now because it just for their kid to act that way and then Maverick be emotionally and. Yeah. It was. It made us all emotional. Like it's. It's something else. When when you're investing to your kids' um, sports. Yes. Like last week, I was at Ethan's boxing, and Ethan was sparring against some kid who's been in for about five, six years. Ethan's only like eight months into boxing. Yeah, he just started boxing. This kid was a little smaller than Ethan, but this kid could fucking box. Yeah. And Ethan's in a ring with this guy, and I'm trying to read my 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 nasty book. You know, whatever. (laughs) Your Conchita book. Yeah, Jessica Gonzalez is sick. Anyways, um, so um, so I go, oh, Ethan's boxing. So let me watch him, and his kid's fucking Ethan up, like oh. like drilling him. And Ethan, you see his face, like it hurts, like like Ethan, like he was getting hurt, like oh, rib shots. Oh my! And I was like, what the fuck? So I'm getting like, oh, hell no, like. So I, I, I like I want to get in the ring and fucking sock that kid for one thing. <laughs> yeah, hell and I yeah. Go, I go, I go, where's this fucking kid's dad at? Right. I hope he's not a boxer, but <laughs> but where's this kid's fucking? But the um the trainer seen me. He goes and he came and he came up to me. He's all, hey Rocky, look at like Ethan needs to get beat up once in a while. This is boxing. People are gonna get hurt, but I won't let it get too far. But Ethan like everything get their ass kicked, and he need Ethan needs to know what what boxing is. Yeah, he needs to know he what needed boxing to is. learn it. Yeah, yes. and, but, but it, I was invested. I was like, oh man, like I just, I couldn't because you couldn't help but get pissed thing, off. Football's one thing, but boxing when you're getting oh, fucking no, like no, literally no. beat up, like literally, literally get your ass like, beat. That's your job. And to then beat somebody I told up. Ethan after, hey, that kid got you pretty good, huh? He's like, yeah. I go, he's been for five years, dude. He's really good. He's oh, I go, yeah. I go, um. I go and this is Tuesday. I go Thursday. I go. You want to take Thursday off and we'll go to the movies or something? I just want to see where his head's at. He's like, no, I'm going to boxing. Like, hell he, yeah, that made him yeah. more yeah, motivated. So like, yes. And he does. Ethan does not even like his mom. They have planned Saturday or something. Like, doing a party. He's like, well, I can't miss boxing. Like, he had a he had a um, he had a party to go to last Saturday, mm-hmm. and a party started at two o'clock. His boxing starts at one o'clock. And I go, Ethan. Um, he goes, hey, I still need to go to boxing. I go, you have to go to your party. You can't go to both. He's always like, go to boxing and I'll go from boxing straight to the party. I you're gonna smell, dude. I go, you're in eighth grade, you can't go all smelly no more. He's like, well, I can't miss boxing. I go, you're gonna miss boxing. But that's good. He doesn't want to miss he doesn't miss boxing. Because he I think even probably boxing that kid who was a little bit smaller than him, give him more motivation. like motivation, like, well, yeah. I wanna fuck this kid up. And that like kid, so he wants to he doesn't want to miss because he does. He wants to be better, and yeah. that's yes. really good. I thought he's gonna quit. Ethan hates every freaking sport. Yeah. He does, but so he loves boxing. He loves boxing. See, but I don't think I could sit there and watch I the can't. boys beat each other. Like no. I, I know Chase wants to so box, he, but I think I'm. Yeah. I'll be. I'll if, be if a psycho. He can, if he continues and he starts getting these matches, like it's gonna be tough. Oh, to yeah. watch. Let, let me speak on that because when oh, your brother Steven, go ahead, Monk, speak. It's Thank your podcast. You. <laughs> Thank you. Well, when your brother Steven boxed, one of his first matches was at Bush Gardens. And he was boxing, and Stephen boxes very well. However, it's what people say. They're like, kick his ass, hit him. What are you doing? Take him. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm yeah. looking at Dad, and I'm like, Dad's getting like, you know, 
Yeah. Just did, yeah. and he's like, where's it? No, looking for the men who are... Looking for the people that are saying to kick Stephen's out. Stephen won the belt, but however, people, you know, they're saying really mean things about your kids, and you have to sit there and just like, oh my gosh, this is what it's about. That's Boxing why I want, is hard. And that's why I didn't want to do chain game. I was doing chain oh. game. Oh, because you can hear them shit talking. So when I was doing chain game, chain game, guys, is when you did the first down markers in football. So yeah. So you're on the opposite side of the team. Yes. So I was doing it for high school with Jacob but and Jacob's like start quarterback mm -hmm. so to hear people like talk shit about your nephew <laughs> like, yes. like I was dude I can't do this shit like <laughs> yeah. I, you're right there you gotta shut your fucking mouth yes. like, exactly you can't say anything that's literally what happened actually with our, our older uh, West Covina Bruins I think our 12 and under team or whatever oh, they were yes. in Corona I heard of the fight. and a parent was on chain game and I guess they were talking shit and the parents, he like, you know, he didn't say too much at first. And then I guess it just got too, too much shit talking. He ended up fucking up the coaches or something. Yeah. <laughs> there was a big old, it ended up being a big old parent fight. Right. But yeah. even, even that, like my niece Desiree, she's the mother of the quarterback of a high school. And you'll sometimes, she's the mother of a quarterback of yeah. a high school. She, what? she had all the high school kids. She had a lot of sex <laughs> going Dang. on. So anyway, she sits in the stands and sometimes, you know, Jacob makes awesome plays, but sometimes there's a play that's not so good. Well, I mean, and nobody's people, perfect. Every people, play's gonna, people are gonna mess up. People talk smack, and Desiree throw the ball. Up. What is he doing? Yeah. He threw an interception. Yeah. So people, you know, parents you know, are. So Desiree will stand up and look around. And we're like, oh, yeah. oh man, don't, because my niece doesn't. Don't she talk has no about, filter. Don't talk about. She'd be like, her who son. the fuck you talking about? I'm right here. <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> don't get yeah. her started. So it's really hard. You have to have like a stone heart, and you close your ears because if your kid is out there and he's one of the best, people are going to talk. Yeah, it's hard. I, it's hard not to get emotionally invested in the sports, especially the kid, especially if it's a physical sport. Yes. Oh, you're going to hear it because. I think parents just, that's their babies. And at yes. the end of the day, they want to see their kids succeed. And if anybody's holding them back, parents are going to freak out. So it, it, I know it's hard for me to not be emotionally invested in certain in certain plays that the boys are making. I can't, I don't think I could ever watch the boys play boxing. No. Like, or, they don't uh, play, boxing. They play boxing. What do they do? <laughs> Fight. Fight? Oh, okay. <laughs> I do boxing because I think that would, I don't know. I don't think I have the emotional capacity no, for no. I barely have it for football I freak out on sometimes I know but I'm that mom yelling at Maverick sack that quarterback Maverick you better break through that line like I'm I'm the psycho mom yelling you're that, too you're that one yes. yeah but I'm also the mom getting pissed off like what I didn't even know that kid swing on Maverick to after the game yes. so and then everybody told you and hey. everybody told me I'm like what what fucking kid what number was he <laughs> all pissed off gonna go hit the kid <laughs> we'll be right back guys I feel like this is a song you, 
we bury Aunt Deb with and Grandma Irene. Yep, we did. This that is like the song. burial song for our family. We cry all the time. This comes on. I know. It's sad. Ah. I have within me. I give you this song is really good. Oof. That's um that's OG Hill song with Dar- oh, with yes. Darlene. Woo. Darlene Zuch, whatever her name is. Yeah, we seen her at Faith. Yeah, she's came. really good. Yes. She had cancer herself. Lord, I give you Here my we go. heart. I give you my heart. I give you my soul. Lord, I You know, wow, you you were way off right now. <laughs> I was ready to but get down. Mama, you, whole... mom always cries. <laughs> oh my god, she's crying. I love mom this song. always cries that song because oh. Grandma Irene song and Aunt Deb song. It is no, that is a great song. Though. Oh god, you guys oh she's goodness. really really crying. She's bawling right now. You guys are horrible. Oh, she's <laughs> crying, crying. She's mad at us. She's crying. Maverick did in football. <laughs> That's literally how he was crying. Private little. Oh, oh my! Oh, crying and snorting. <laughs> oh, she's snorting her tears. Stop it, <laughs> idiots. But that song okay. is powerful. It is powerful. That song, Ugh. man. That's a song you don't you don't listen to that song too often, Mom. Get you too sad. Yeah, it's my mom's birthday. Saturday. I used to love is the it? old hills. Yeah, Cameroon? Saturday. Are we all going to the um the thing? Saturday. Yeah. We go on Christmas. Uh, we never really have. We have don't. We done huh? a birthday. We don't. Well, Janine does. Janine goes. I'm being Baco Saturday. Not too later though. Yeah. You're not going to the kids' game. Yeah, I'm going to kids' game. I said later. Because Maverick will notice. <laughs> He notices when people aren't there. I go to all the boys' games. Yes, you do. And you um, go to Melissa's. We did Paris to San Dimas last year. Yeah, that, oh, you guys are God. crazy. Yeah, I had to go to Paris, San Dimas, and then I go pick Ethan up at Paris again. Oh. And all the way back. So, yeah, I went yeah. back. I take Ethan to practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays. People you need think, a Tesla. Dude, it's like literally from West Covina to uh, Riverside over there. It's an hour and 20-minute drive. Yes. Fuck. Traffic. Yeah, we went no. to go watch Melissa cheer for her team. Yeah, and that was also a good game. Jeez. Honestly, I've been having like, fuck, dude. I'm gonna have a stroke at one of these games. They give me so much <laughs> damn anxiety and emotions. Just drop them off. <laughs> Just. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna be that parent dropping off my kids. Now I can't deal. I emotionally I can't deal with this. No, you died when you were working that Saturday. Oh uh, yeah, I really did. And it then and then your me. brother Steven, he sends her a text that says. Man, you should have been here. Maverick and Chase had a tackle together. They had a sack to eagle. Maverick and Chase tag teamed on a sack. Oh, you missed that game. Yes. And I was like, no way. I was literally jumping up and down in the hall. <laughs> and I showed my boss the text. <laughs> and she's like, what's a sack? And I was like, I started explaining it to her. And then oh, I was like, so... I was so happy, and then towards the end of my event, um, mom's like, "You guys are mean." No, they didn't. And I was like, "Oh man, I was so happy for my kids, thinking they they got this quarterback and they sacked them, and it was a whole big ass lie." And I believed it for like the first hour. Yeah. Hey, so speaking of kids and sports and all this stuff, have you guys seen um, Deion Sanders that he ranks his kids like one through five? I've been reading that, yes. Like what do you think of that? Like his real kids? Yes. Yeah, his real kids. So Deion Sanders, so he, he right now he's coaching one kid that plays at Colorado, Colorado. right, with him. And then he has, I think, another son, two sons and a daughter or something. I don't know. He has like five kids, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Um, I didn't fully read the article, but he has them on a ranking system. 
so he ranks them one through five. And the, right now, the kid that plays that he's coaching in, in, in Colorado, he's ranked number one. Of course. And then he has other kids. He says it switches all the time. Yes. It depends on who's doing good. But he has a ranking system going on with his kids. It's not his favorite. It's pretty much who's doing the best and who's For the weak. Yes. Yeah. I I kind of think he's onto something here. And let me tell you why. And your I think. kids are very um, competitive. Yes. Oh my god. I think it's yeah. because it makes. Your kids want to strive to be number one. So they're all going to do their best to their ability, whether and it doesn't have to be sports, whether it's in school, mm -hmm. whether it's happening out around the house, whether it's um, just, just kind of contributing or being mm -hmm. nice to the parents. I think whoever's trying their best and whatever they're doing. I think Deion Sanders actually because I, I never want to say, oh, this one's my favorite and this one. But I, the ranking thing, I feel like he's onto something. You're going to be like dance moms. She had that that triangle thing and put everybody at the bottom and as you got better you moved up and then she had her top yeah person. that's yes it's kind of genius because you kind of want your kids to strive for to be the best and if you're ranking them in the household then they know they're going to be ranked in real life and they're playing sports or whatever yes. i mean let's be honest here you're kind of but is it just for sports or academic everything, or exactly. everything. i think it's he does it uh, i think um anything underlining anything yes whatever they're in because i don't think all his kids are in sports no, right it's what how they're what they're doing in that week how they're achieving in life yes yeah and i think that's i think that's good when you know your the kids are under your roof and your household yeah, is there a reward or something like better allowance no he no just, just number one you're number one you get to brag to your siblings that you're number one uh, yes i wouldn't Braggy care rights. growing up with steven steven would be number one probably oh no he would have been number four or five but mom always and dad always baby steven we did not baby steven <laughs> okay <laughs> somebody's oh, mad like, still it's, it's okay like he probably deserved to get shot it's okay <laughs> shut <laughs> up <laughs> you had your moment so don't sit there thinking you're i didn't bring it home though tell you that dummy dummy i didn't bring nothing home oh gosh just chlamydia Shut Ew, up. that's fucking disturbing. You talk Very about chlamydia way too much. Yeah, I'm, I'm awareness. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so but because people been talking around like the other radio stations I've been talking about, and they well, it's, it's there's like an school. article that's saying that that's that's it's horrible of him to rank his kids. No, no, or sensitive. But it's yeah. like it's school. If generation. you do good in your classroom, you know, fucking you're Democrats, of the week or fucking whatever. Dems. So you're getting acknowledged for what you do. I think yeah. that's I think that's sort of Mr. Ranking my kids. Sorry, he, he's paying attention to his kids and what they do. Right? Right? I think Derek Jeter parents used to make him sign a contract oh, every year. Did. Yes, he did. He had to sign a contract that with his book parents. It's so good. Yeah, and mom made me book. sign a stupid oh, fucking contract. Yeah, your contract was to stop tagging everywhere though. Yes, it was so <laughs> stupid. So you're gonna sign rank here that you're gonna start tagging everywhere. Rocky used to have to do oh, his ABCs <laughs> and put them on the refrigerator. Uh, I think every day or once because a week my when he was in high school when he, when he was in high school because he my school work would be nice cholo writing on my school work you yeah. couldn't read it and my mom was like that is not gonna happen so he had to do his abcs <laughs> yes every in high school and post it on the refrigerator well, <laughs> <laughs> because i knew the teacher and she was like i cannot read it's not legible sorry so she like, grew up in the hood so i i, I got him you know. she was teaching in the hood yeah she, yeah she was she better learn get your shit together stupid ass dyke oh wait this was she wipe? No, I just made that up no. right now. This time for me. <laughs> she, she was a cool ass Mexican chick. <laughs> I made it up for no reason. You're mean. You're so, a good storyteller. Wait, this is my joke. Time for my joke. Oh, sorry. Oh, How God. did the chola get pregnant? The teacher. <laughs> I think I know this one. The, the teacher, teacher told, her told her to go do, home and do an essay. Do an essay. <laughs> oh. What did good. the chola say when the house fell on him? Get off me, Holmes. <laughs> Mom knows all the. <laughs> 
<laughs> you worked at court schools. <laughs> Did you see the, um, remember you watched that show, it was really good, it's called, they call it Monsters. Oh, uh, that was based on our so kids. So those kids, they're out right now, yes. and they're doing all these YouTube um, um, interviews, so they're really good. Yes. Yeah, because they got out because of the new law. The new law. Um, I don't, I don't, like, nobody's staying in jail these days. Gascon. Gascon? Gaston. Oh, the, the, the DA? DA? The DA. Oh. I thought you were talking about, what's that movie, Gaston? Yes, I thought I was uh, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast? Like, Gaston? Gustav? Gustav. He let them out? Because <laughs> <laughs> he calls monsters, not they call beast. They call you guys are stupid. I'm looking at you like, what? Yeah, I thought she was about Beauty and the Beast. She was Gaston? Gaston? Yeah, the the LA, the DA for yeah. LA. But that wasn't his law. Idiot. I mean, a lot of people went the justice system and they fought for that law. Because I think it was Prop 47. Yeah, they're like, if you, no. <laughs> oh, you're being serious. No, no, it, it is. Oh. Because when, when I was um, in jail, everybody was getting out. I said, like me, and a couple of homies, I was like, hey, like, where are you guys going? Well, you were a violent crime. I know. So I was mad because you could be a tweaker and get stolen cars or do all this stupid shit. And you just, it's, it's a revolving door. Like, dude, yeah. like, it's these people are doing all the crimes that are just going in and out, in and out. It's yeah. it's dumb, and that's why the crime rate. That's why everybody's doing these stupid like these um those, these, those these jewelry runs. Yes, and they're going into stores. They're not and even just going. In, they're not going in jail. No, they're and then they, nobody could stop Guys, them or chase them. Trump, and it's just gonna fucking stop. Tell you oh, that much right now. Yes, Trump has no fucking tolerance. <laughs> Trump twenty twenty uh, twenty twenty four. Didn't Trump? Didn't uh, Trump just tweet? Um, yeah. Did you say? So <laughs> sorry, this is like Twitter, besides, I, we're totally going off topic. Oh, it's funny because Trump's fucking funny. <laughs> He's and an idiot. I guess um, what's that chick's name? That dude? Um, Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner. He, she, they, whatever Them, the fuck they, they are. Um, that whatever. That whatever. <laughs> that that thing. That thing. He, he had to get canceled. Um, he, she posted like, I can't find a confident man to give me a compliment something stupid <laughs> what? so donald trump comments on the post on twitter says nice balls <laughs> <laughs> he's so that funny that's actually that pretty funny good. look it up guys on twitter so it's like, i'm gonna look i don't have twitter though oh, that was good it's hilarious he's that like, actually is pretty funny do i don't want that in my purity he's hilarious i give a fuck oh, people, are, people are scared of that guy I will. I'm a. You have any questions today? I do. We have a few questions, actually. You ready for this, Mama T? Sure. Hold on. Let me. Um, hey, you just put them up and you got questions. Let me start off with the That's easy one works. first. You're yeah, cool. I know. I I did it right before. It's kind of good because and then it's like fresh. Sorry, guys. Hold on. Give me one second. I'm gonna scroll. Go ahead. You got Keep a talking, second. mom. You got a does second. it get? Does, I had it. Up. Does it get sad for you around Grandma's birthday and and yes. her, and it hurt you? Does, it, it, it's, yes. it gets tougher because I remember yes. like. Like sometimes you'll be when I say uh, you're my roommate and you'll be like in a weird funky mood, like a bad mood. Like Noel will remind me, oh, because grandma's birthday's coming uh, up. Around Mother's Day and grandma's uh, birthday, mom yeah. gets very um, when, emotional and let me she's kind of. what happened. Yeah, that's so, for a lot of people, though, I would we imagine. Were, right? Yeah, we were. I was at the market and it was still the dad thing when he was mad because we were going to give his party at a restaurant. So I'm just in the line. Oh, at, recently. Yeah. And I'm just in line at Stater Brothers and I'm thinking the grocery store and I'm thinking, you know what, mom, you know, I don't know what to do. Dad's like, 
he's being mean. You talk to grandma like that sometimes? Yeah, I go, oh, I don't know cool. what to do. He's just being mean. I like have tears in my eyes in the market. I go, you know, if you could just tell me that we're doing the right thing, it would be good. And literally, the girl in front of me put she's an, open, crying? an open box of food and she's eating it. I'm like, my That's mama! Oh my God. I, go, I go, thank you, mom! My grandma Irene, <laughs> when we were going grocery shopping with her, <laughs> And the stupidest because she'll like fucking like get like open the chips or start eating the chips and give yeah. like an empty bag. Oh, here you guys go. But she did it one time. With I was gr- with her this time. She did it with grapes. Grapes. <laughs> like, fool, you can't fucking can't She literally was walking. I was with her at the grocery store this time. I'm the one who told everybody the story because it was so fucking funny to me. I was in, I think I was in high school. Oh, and she was walking around the store eating we, the grapes. Yeah, we just call her Lucy. Lucille Ball. <laughs> and she goes to the counter and, and then she's like, here. And there's literally like four grapes left on the stem. And the lady's looking at her like, I, I what do you want me to do with this? She goes, well, I ate them, but you charged me. And she goes, I have to weigh it. <laughs> I have to weigh it in order to give you a price. She goes, well, then go weigh another one. Like, and then she's like, but you ate this one. You like, it was just, it's kind of, it's funny. funny. And like, I go to downtown, leave with her. She go, it's one way street. She's oh going, down, God. going down the wrong way. Yes. And then she's, uh, I don't know if you told the story before. About, about the DVDs? No, not that. Oh, oh my God. I was she there. a lot of stories. I was there. I go, I'm going to get fucking jumped by these fucking people. <laughs> but one, yeah, one time we were at the Santi Alley. And she bought these DVDs from the, you know, these Mexican children. The bootleg foods, the DVDs. The bootleg ones. Um, those, well, everybody's older. They know what DVDs are. So it was bad. Like, you know, it was one of those with the camcorder people walking. Bad in, coffee. And somebody was buying DVDs. She went back there. Don't buy from him. They suck. And this and that. <laughs> and it was Cholo. Hey, shut the fuck up. This and that. Like, she, and she starts arguing with these people. My grandma was so good talking to Cholo. Because her job was... She worked at Almani CDC, which is um, it's a it's court a, school. It's a core school where you had to come out of camp mm-hmm. to work at that school. So Almonte Flores went to that school, yes. and she called, "Oh, these are my boys." Like, like <laughs> so she, they were her boys. Yes, like they were Amonte, her boys. She loved Almonte Flores. Oh, these are my boys right here. Like mm-hmm. you know, so she did. She um, she so she she wasn't scared of fucking cholos. No, or, she was not. Yeah. She, and, her husband's the biggest fucking cholo from Maravilla. <laughs> yeah. So, so she she was not fearful yeah, at all. She, she don't give a fuck. But she was so funny. My grandma would eat ice cream. And she would, <laughs> and she would say, I can't eat ice cream. We're all white. She want to eat. When I eat it, it gives me a headache. This, I get these crazy. Oh, we had a Slurpees. And she would be like, oh, my God, you drink those? Those scare me. And I'm like, why? She goes, because for some reason, it was a 7-Eleven Slurpees. Yeah. For some reason, when I drink them, I get this really bad headache. And I don't know what it is. I was like, oh. a brain freeze? <laughs> oh, that's normal? Yeah. She had no clue. So my yeah, poor grandma. We scarred Lucy O'Ball. Because she, she had red hair and she was dingy as fuck. She yeah. was. God, I miss. Grandma. So it is harder for you though when her birthday yes, and all that. Very hard. I get really sad because I think she would be very proud of all her oh her new gosh. her new great grandkids. I don't know what she would do because she'd be running around like a mad person. With all I know, taking my stuff. dad with her. Yes. yes. And yes. now Every it's hard to get thing. him out the house. I don't want to go, but he goes. We we get him yeah. out. Yeah, we do. All right, let me go with these questions, okay? Um, the first question, mom. I just want to say thank you to all the people who do um, actually submit their questions and are asked for advice because to kind of be vulnerable and, and, and put your business out there, I, it's it takes a lot. And be anonymous. Yeah, I mean, I, I am going to be anonymous from here on out unless <laughs> you want me to put your name. I'm an enemy. But I, I do appreciate, you know, the questions because also she really does have good advice. So, okay. one Question one. How do you balance raising kids and a marriage? Did we do that last week? I don't know. This No, we didn't do this one last week. 
I think this one just wants to know, like, how do you balance, I guess, being a mother and being a wife at the same time? And I think you you did touch base on yes, a similar think, question to it, right? Yeah, I think, you know, always and foremost, you put your husband first. You know, God, then your husband. But your husband first in everything. And do date nights. And definitely do date nights. Like, Dad and I did a date night last night. We always do date nights, and we always have make sure that we have that intimate, you know, discussions or time and I always put your father first. Yeah. And balancing it with the kids, you know, we've always done activities or sports or just movie time stuff with the kids. But dad and I would always do it together. And sometimes dad couldn't do it with us because he had it, you know, mm -hmm. was practicing or doing something. So we would always put our kids, we'd add them to the mix. So it was something that was integrated in our family. Yeah. So it wasn't him and the kids it was a together thing yeah but they all but you guys always knew like you guys always say it now dad and you know mom and dad have had their date nights we go yeah out, you guys still do, do your date too. nights so it was something that the kids we didn't sneak out and say oh you know we'll be right back or go so they grew up knowing that it's important if you have a husband or a wife that this that takes presence over everything i i just want to touch it because i think this is so important and it just it kind of clicked something in my head there was i have a friend who she's an older lady probably she's probably like your age mom actually and she was just telling me it was her and her husband's anniversary last week and i was like oh my god what are you guys gonna do she's like nothing i was like what do you mean nothing she's like nothing i just want to go home and watch tv and i and i was like she goes we don't really talk much she's like when i go oh, home wow. She goes, I go, I make dinner or, and she goes, and we'll eat and watch TV. She goes, he'll be on his tablet. I'll wow. be on my phone and I watch my TV. She goes, and then we go to bed. She's like, we don't really do much. And I'll go, oh. well, maybe you should go to dinner. Maybe you guys should yes, do talk. something because she was like, once the kids left out of the house, she's mm -hmm. like, it's just us. And I don't think they ever continue yes. to, um, to have that relationship or that. I think you, you always said like. Your husband or wife should always be your boyfriend and girlfriend, yes. and she'll always date yes. them. Yes, I always, always, I said, never stop them. being the girlfriend. Mm -hmm. yes. Never like stop being the boyfriend. And also, I just think you know, Dad and I have a rule when we go out. We don't. We'll talk about you guys, but not like no. We won't discuss things that are gonna make us argue. So it's always mm -hmm. like, hey, how was work? What were you doing? And you know, oh, the kids are playing here. You know, our family's doing this. You know, we'll say, okay, what's going on this week? We'll have a really good discussion, but that is not the time to bring up, hey, you didn't do A, B, C, and D. Yeah. This is a time for us to celebrate each other. It's not a time mm -hmm. to bring up, oh, let's go on a date so I could tell you everything you did wrong this week. One of my favorite, I, I like that, mom. One of my favorite things that you always actually tell me is when me and Danny go oh, on yeah. vacation. It could be a quick little vacation to Vegas, like a two-day, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, come back Monday. It could be a one-day trip or whatever. My mom says, play the perfect game. That's yes. what she calls it, the perfect game. And what she means by it is, do not look for anything that is wrong with the trip or complain about like, oh, why did you get this hotel? Why did you take me to this dinner? Why did you take me to that restaurant? I didn't like this. Play what could be perfect. Oh, you know what? We're out of the house. Yes. We're having alone time. We're actually out to dinner. We're yes. by ourselves without the kids. Play the perfect game and see everything that went well on the trip and, and, um, what do you say? You say like live off of that live and not, of not yes. 
it's, not recognize everything that's wrong bad. because that's going to cause an argument or you're going to walk around like moping with a stupid face like all irritated. And this is your time to have that great vacation with your husband getaway. or your wife, your getaway. So why make it when you're mad three days and get happy on the last day? That's ridiculous. So play that perfect game. I know dad and I went to Colorado. We drove one time. <laughs> dad picked the funkiest hotel. So we're pulling up in the middle of the line. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, okay, Tina, hold your tongue. Don't say nothing. So we walk in. I'm like, well, this is a nice lobby. And he's looking at me. He's looking at me like, I know you're going to blow it. I know you're going to tell me something. And I'm like, this is really nice, Navarette. So then we go, and it's a little small town. And my cousin Bobby texts me. He's like, because I posted where we were. He goes, what are you doing in that town? That's, you know, way off the highway. What are you doing there? And I'm like, I don't know. And so then we go to this. We want to eat. So there, there was like five restaurants on this road, but there are bar restaurants. So we walk in. I'm thinking, okay is this safe is it scary you know we were in arizona i think and it ended up being like the best trip ever because we made it the best trip ever but because I you could, played the perfect game I, yeah because i could easily like i ain't eating this hole in the wall restaurant this yeah. is stupid i'm this not staying hotel. at this motel hotel there, yeah but it, it turned out to be one of our best trips yeah, that's my favorite advice. One of the favorite advice yeah. you give me is to play the perfect game. And then you game. look at me, though, and you're like, I know, Mom. Because, <laughs> well, because she told me, I think, that when the last time me and Danny, yes. well, we took the kids yes. to Vegas right before um, school started. And I'm walking out of the house. Because you did have to do a lot before you left. I so was already irritated leaving yes. because... Um, as as us moms know, we do everything. And Danny just packed his own bag and <laughs> put it in the car. I'm like, what the fuck? I gotta pack the kids' shit, my shit, the bathroom shit. I'm sorry, but like all this stuff. And yeah. there he is, just packing his own little bag. And I'm like, this mother. <laughs> so I was already irritated leaving. And my mom looked at me. She knew I was irritated. She goes, play the perfect game, babe, with a smile. And I was like, I know, I'm trying to right <laughs> now before we even leave. <laughs> but yeah, play the perfect game, guys. Um. Okay, next question. I think this is a really good question, too. Um, how do you deal with a mother-in-law that doesn't accept your help or your love? Wow, that's really hard. Um, I don't know. Wow, that's really hard because... Well, dad's family didn't really accept you. Sometimes they still don't, I think. Well, yeah, at the beginning... Be, I want to keep it real and honest. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like thinking like, before Especially, I, before especially I his talk. sisters. They didn't like you for well, a long time. Well, I think so I'm throwing because, it out there. Give well, fuck. I think at the beginning of our marriages... <laughs> and Sorry. Our, no, the beginning of our marriages, you know, I'm all about family and my mother. I love my mom. And I had a sister-in-law that I always say, oh, mom, oh, mom. And I'm like, dude, she's not my mom. I have my mom. So I didn't, you know, call my mother-in-law mom. I called her Anna. And so, you know, it was hard at the beginning because... I had to get used to sharing my time and my husband with his family and it, it would irritate me. And so it's not that, I, I guess I had to learn at, through the years, I had to learn to be a good daughter-in-law. Because my dad loves his family. He does. As, yeah, as he should. Yeah. yeah. And you know, every, every, you know, you should have your family and there has to be two rounds so, to but it. But you never kept dad away from his family. No, never. Yes. Even, even if something I was mad at his family for a reason. I would never say, oh, you can't talk to them or you shouldn't do that because that would hurt him. Mm -hmm. And I'm not about hurting my husband. So, you know, even though I would be mad, I'm, you know, okay, yeah, go ahead. And I'd be at home like all pissed off. But, you know, it was still his family and he, he needs to have his family. And so, but as the years have gone by, I learned to sometimes don't take what they say or what they do, you know, for like to to just explode and get mad. I sometimes 
my favorite phrase is consider the source. So if it's coming from somewhere or someone where I know there's an agenda behind it, I just like whatever. But, you know, I always tell people this. Um, I don't I know Rocky doesn't believe in horoscopes, but as a, don't do it. No, I'm just saying I'm the kind of person that it's either black or white with me. It's really hard that there's a middle. So I either like you or I don't like you. There's no gray. And when, there's no gray area. Yeah, and once you get me mad. Someone does pubes. Shut up. And Ew, once you what get, the fuck? <laughs> you're horrible. God, I can't lose this guy. And once you get me upset, there's no going back. And then if I do go back, I'll be very cordial and I'll be nice, but you'll never be my friend again, basically. Yeah. But after all these years, I think um, it's never too late to be cool with everybody i no, think i think yes. it's, a, it's a where everybody's at right now it's a really good place yeah good i place. mean she's talking about something that happened like when they were first married yeah, start, this first is not dating. now no, like no no everybody's now, now our family's adults <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but you got it when you're married you got especially if you come from a family that's fair like my family we're very we're very together we share everything and then you go to and then we're you the have family to that loves too much yes <laughs> and then you integrate with another family and you got to sort of get their rhythm and find out who they are and how they do things and like oh i was like oh my family don't do it that way and dad will say well i don't care we're doing it you know and i had to learn how to just shut up sometimes and go with the flow and as i gone older it's become like easy peasy because that's what we do now because we do love both sides of the family yeah. and we do love to celebrate with both sides of the family and you know i love you know my brother-in-law my sister-in-laws however you know it Talking was about uncle sam guys uncle sam it was tough <laughs> at the beginning but you 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 become you put on your big girl chonies and you say you know i'm gonna make this work gross because so, if you yeah. don't make it work you're gonna have a really bad time with your husband because there shouldn't be sides in the marriage i'm gonna go see my family and i'm gonna go do this but we did and grow, you do your own we thing. did grow up more very, on very close to sammy right well sammy was my best friend growing yes. up yes no but i say we grew up closer to your side of family and dad's side of family but they moved to colorado that's because grandma yeah. and grandpa didn't live around here they live, we they live yeah. in trinidad Yes. Um, OG and, trends and Grandma Apple used to do big, which I continue doing now. Grandma Apple used to do big Sunday dinners, yes. and everybody used to go over. So basically, I always tell people I take what I like of people, the way they do things, yeah. and I apply it in my life. Like in my life, Anna's family dinners is something that I continue. Do you get scared now? Because before it was, um, you know, Grandma Irene, your mom and Grandpa, they were at the at the top and then you know on my dad's side my grandma anna and my grandpa steve they passed away so you're you and dad and you you're you're like you're the top of the food chain well, as I'm far the, the, the oldest, oldest. kind of deal yeah did that ever scare you at all it does it does when we have like difference of opinions with my sisters about doing things or like was dad i know dad wants to dad is very close to his sisters but i always tell him you know there's sometimes he doesn't see them that often. I go, you need to make like a date at lunch or, you know, invite your sisters, go go to lunch. Keep in contact with them all yeah. the time. It doesn't have to be at birthdays or parties. Yeah. You need to see them all oh, the time. Oh, I love when dad's with um, Thea, Debbie, or Uncle yes, Sam. Like the other day, Uncle, Uncle Sam was in the backyard drinking with dad. Yes, so I like, love dad. And it just, I know my dad uh -huh. is really happy. Yeah, Only yes. when Uncle Sam argue about stupid shit. Yes, they do. But, but they're brothers. But, they're, but that, that day, they were. They're, they're brothers. Were, yeah, yeah. So it was like, the argue. best day ever. Even dad said, man, I was so happy. I go, you guys got to start doing your lunches again with you and Debbie and your brother. Even though jennifer lives in colorado yeah but i mean you need you need to but if if nobody does it it's not going to get done you need one person to step out of their comfort zone and say hey let's do i this. think the question is though too like okay let's say 
when you when you when you first start dating dad, like people weren't very nice to you, I guess, maybe. Oh whatever. I'm saying in, 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 in this girl situation, mm-hmm. how would what do you do with it? You just put your like you say you put your 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 big girl chonies on kind of and Well not no. Truthfully when I was young, I you know, I was a bitch. I wasn't nice because I was like, you know, I don't care what you guys say, I'm gonna do it my way. Yeah. But as I got older, I became like, okay, I could see their point. Or, you know, or like I said, I consider the source. And if it's not something I want to argue about, I'll just like go on with my life. If it's something I want to so argue, what is this girl doing? I will. So, okay, back to this question, because I know we kind of got a little oh, off way off topic. <laughs> she wants to know how to deal with her mother-in-law who doesn't accept her help or her love. So I don't know how deep this question goes about say, her help or her love. But like I say, keep offering it. And, you know, if she says no, 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 then at least you know in your heart that you're doing the right thing and you're doing the good thing. If this person isn't proud, is too proud to take your help or advice or acknowledge you, then, you know, you did your part. Mm-hmm. You, you could go to bed at night saying, you know what, I'm a good daughter-in-law. You know, I know what I'm doing. I tried to help. She's the one who's pushing away. You know, all you could do is pray about it. And someday maybe this woman will step out and say, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Let me help Show you. them with kindness. But always, exactly. But always said do, that last do, one too. do your best and let you, so you'll know you'll go to bed at night thinking, you know, I did all you I You tried could. everything and you And then your husband do. knows like, yes. man, my, my wife is really trying right now. Yeah. My mom's know? being really yeah. mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But try not to vent to your husband oh, about no. his mother oh. or no, his side. Because that's, it's always going to be a sensitive subject yes. like and, and don't make him choose size don't choose exactly they won't no. make him choose and say no. like oh i'm mad at your mom so you got to be mad at your mom no. like it no, never that's horrible. has danny ever complained about mom mom no yeah right he's scared of mom what about <laughs> what about have you ever complained danny about his mom red i think when the boys were little um i wouldn't say complaining but i would say like how do i tell her like i don't like certain things that I want the boys like maybe eating or doing or like I think my biggest thing was the nap time. They would nap right before I picked them up from work oh. and then they'd be up all night. So I was like, can they not nap at five o'clock? And then Richard never wanted me to take him. He's like, he's asleep right now. <laughs> OK, well, wake him up. I want to take him home. Like, and they're like, no, just leave him. And so I told at first I kind of let it go. But I told Danny. I don't know what to do because I, I was it was still I was fresh in the marriage and I didn't want to cause family yes. conflict but i was like i don't want the kids napping after two o'clock yeah. if they nap at lunchtime that's fine but three four o'clock no because <laughs> then these fools are up all night and i had two under two so it was yeah. a lot for me so i think that was the only like and then issue they say, there with our kids and then they would say we have clothes just let's spend the night yeah. go home so go the, home. they go literally home, told me you could pick home. up the kids on the weekend and i'm like wait <laughs> no they're my kids oh my god yes. so i think that was my biggest thing and it was <laughs> hard because thing. no they loved them they wanted them there all i the think time. my hardest thing was i hate to tell a mom how to watch my kids i hate that because obviously they oh, raised shut up person who had their whole kid stuff on the but i learned but Monday i learned from Sunday. that i learned from that because giving you and red directions on how to watch my kids literally was notes on the clothes i could see how fucking annoying that is as a mother or a gra- <laughs> like if i'm a grandma and maverick or chase's or jacob's wife is telling me how to raise i'm like mother i know how to raise a kid i raised you like my sons obviously right i did pretty good so i had a really in the beginning i did that a lot i was kind of annoying mom like oh i'm a new mom i know everything and so i would send a list with them of what they're wearing and no, i would a, label their clothes a list a whole list <clears throat> and Monday, i was whatever 
And Friday, obviously, Saturday, they, Sunday. neither one of them ever followed my list. They're like, fuck no. you. Yeah. We're going to do, if we're watching them, we're going to do what we want with these kids. Yep. But I learned from that because I did thought I knew more. And obviously I didn't like these, the kids are fine. And, but I was very conscious, like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And I learned from that. So just, I mean, there's obviously some things like maybe don't give the kids soda, Tina, but, um, <laughs> but I get telling them your preferences but honestly when you give a kid to a grandmother they're gonna do what the hell they want when their yes, kids are I, I learned that the hard way but i just always say don't ever argue with your husband about it just no. don't ever make him turn on his family no. and just just no, keep doing you as long as you know you did the right you're thing. doing the the right thing okay i have one more quick a quick question i think this one's very important um how do you deal with your adult children and their drug addiction wow that's I think that's a hard question just because you know what that is really hard and I think from the bottom of my heart you're fearful for them because your fear nowadays you know with everything that they're putting into drugs you don't know if they're getting true stuff mm-hmm. first off and fentanyls and everything yeah. and secondly you're you're scared that you're going to get that phone call in the middle of the night so what you're doing you're trying to to prevent them from doing it, you're doing it from your heart because you want them to be safe. But ultimately, it has to be their choice. I mean, if your adult kid is doing it, it has to be their choice. They're, you know, it's really, really hard to say. And I know it's been said a million times, but they literally have to hit rock bottom before they see what's going on. Because if they don't, if you keep on, what did Anthony call it? Because he said I used to do that. Pacify them. Then they're all, you know, and make excuses for them then they're going to say they're going to think it's okay they're think it's okay to come to your house that way or be that way but the moment you say you know what that's it i've had enough if they have kids you say you know what you're not going to see your kids we got your kids now or if you say you know you're not you're not welcome at my house if you're going to be under the influence but if you start putting you know barriers between you and them not that you don't care but you you know if they're going to be you know, under the influence of drugs or doing drugs, there has, you know, that sometimes is a scary thing because they become a different person. And you got to remember that you have other children and other people in your household. So as soon as you put up that barrier and tell that person, you know, your drug abuse is hurting not only yourself, but our family, and I can't have you around anymore, Mm -hmm. then, you know, they're going to look for alternative ways to seek family. And they're going to get, if you brought them up right, they're going to get tired of it. And they're going to say, you know, that's it. Or they're going to, you know, hopefully they're going to overdose or do something and they're going to hit that ultimate bottom of the barrel or they're going to hit it and they're going to say, I don't want this life anymore. I don't want to be like, do this you anymore. think that it's scary maybe for somebody who's doing drugs or has a kid with drugs to let them hit rock bottom first though? Because what if that rock bottom is them ODing and never coming out of that or like, it's, would, it's how do scary. you, it's scary. You know, it, I guess, for every person, it, it, for every family member or person, it's, it's on an individual basis. I mean, you know how far you could go with that, with that person or whoever it is. You know, you know what's going to tip them over. Mm-hmm. And if you see they're really bad and they have their kids at that time and they're really drugged out at that time, mm-hmm. then, I mean, being a parent, you'll say you, you could do it in a nice way. Hey, you know, why don't you just let the kids spend the night at my house tonight or whatever. And not, you know, to tough it off, it's like even... People who drink a lot, when they get in their car with their kids, I mean, where's that fine line where you say, hey, I'll take your kids. If you want to drive mm-hmm. like an idiot and drive home, that's on you. Yeah. But it's it's just so, 
it's so hard to make that decision and to let them hit that rock bottom. And hopefully, like Noel, like you said, hopefully they hit that rock bottom when they're not with someone that they could hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it, it's just, that's it's a, a very it's a, touchy it's hard. Yeah. hard. And when, it's it very com- hard. when it comes to addiction, um, there's nothing you could tell somebody. No, you yeah. can't. Because no. they're not in the right state of mind. No. Like, and I think they're just going to get upset and offended. There's nothing. Like, you I, know? I learned from just... Th- people i see or whatever like there is nothing you could tell a drug addict no. oh stop doing dr-. like it's not yeah it's it literally they have to do with them it's yes. sad and it's sad you have to watch it like yes. outside the you know yeah. outside you have to the watch glass them watching fall. it you yes. have to just and you see it and you see it, and it sucks but it sucks because yes. nothing you could do you can take in a rehab all you want they're gonna it is what nope, it is they're gonna sang themselves out because There's they're adults nothing you could do the only thing you do is when you're kids to make sure you they know drugs is fucking bad yeah. for you like yeah. but even that i don't even fucking and then, you know and just put it to prayer you know we always say this within our family put it to prayer because god works miracles he really does and prayer is the strongest thing out there honestly yes. i've always been a big yeah. i mean my our whole family is, is big on praying but i just it, it obviously it's not going to happen overnight sometimes but it, you just keep your faith in, in god and your kids and just keep praying for them don't ever give up and no. don't ever lose faith don't ever give up I mean, you might not like it, but don't ever give up. Yeah. You may feel like you want to, but just keep your faith. Your your heart and just lift it up to God. Never give up on kids, for sure. On that note. Thank you. Thank thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, We'll see you guys in two weeks. Yes. Have a nice weekend. Happy October soon. You're going to make me cry again. (laughs) 